Welcome to the Elevate Your Life podcast with Evelyn Kelly. I'm your host, Evie, life and business coach, and I'm here to support you to create unstoppable self-belief and confidence so that you can create the abundant life and profitable business you truly love and deserve. Join me for soulful yet straight-talking chats with epic humans, juicy DMs with me, and loads of inspiration so that you can be the best version of yourself and share your authentic magic with the world. Are you with me? Here we go. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Elevate Your Life podcast. I'm Evie, life and business coach. I am your host and welcome back to my office. Welcome back if you're watching over on YouTube. Hi, thanks for being here. YouTube is a fun new platform for me and I'm loving it. And so yeah, if you're listening on audio version and want to check out the video, want to come see me and have a little nosy around my office, then go on to YouTube. All the links are in the show notes. Make sure you hit subscribe and like this video if you like it, if you enjoy it and take something, something from it. I would love that so much. It always is so wonderful to hear your feedback and your work. So yeah, let let me know in the comments over on YouTube or of course slide into my DMs on Instagram. All that jazz is in the show notes. So welcome back. How are you? I hope you're so well. I hope you're having a magical day wherever you are. And yeah, I hope that this episode is helpful for you. So we are talking all things comparisonitis. And (laughs) I use that word comparisonitis like like itis and inflammation, like a disease, like a condition that can take over because it feels like that. But what I'm really sharing about is comparing ourselves to other humans, to other people in our lives and specifically other people in our business journeys. So anyone else in your industry, any other sort of online service provider, maybe you're a coach, maybe you're a creative, maybe you're a consultant of some form some form or sort maybe you yeah have an online business and you get caught up in comparison a lot and I think we've all been there I think we've all been there and done that and so I wanted to talk about this topic a whole lot more today I think I've actually done an episode on this a wee while away um, a wee while ago rather maybe maybe in the first year of the podcast so gosh we've been podcasting almost Gosh, how many years has it been? Maybe almost three years. Actually, you know what? I launched this in September 2020. So, oh my goodness, it's been three years. How crazy is that? Oh my goodness, I'm literally just <laughs> literally just recognizing that and having a little celebration to myself here. Um, gosh, what a ride it's been. That's so cool. Okay, yay. Starting with the celebration. <laughs> thanks for being here with me. If you're a long-time listener and have been here from the very start, thanks so much for journeying with me. It's been such a wild ride, but a, a beautiful journey. And podcasting, as you know, is one of my absolute favorite things to do. It's probably one of my favorite forms of content creation. You know, give a girl a mic, give a girl a camera, and I'm, um, you know, I'm a happy girl. <laughs> so um, yeah, thank you so much. That's so cool. What a 
celebration. Anyway, I digress. So go back to one of those earlier episodes, scroll back through. There is one on comparisonitis, I believe. Um, perhaps we can link that in the show notes for you as well. Uh, but today's episode, I want to I want to bring up the topic again. It's something that came up in one of the group calls uh, for my Mastermind Girls, the Strategy and Soul Mastermind Girls recently. And I was like, you know what? I feel like everyone on that call could resonate with this topic at some point in their lives or at some point in their business journey. And I'm sure you're the same too. You know, we are humans and we all have a tendency to compare ourselves. And I just want to share like comparing yourself really at its basic form. If we're comparing ourselves, it's not actually quote unquote a bad thing, right? We can say like, I'm here and they're here, or this is the comparison and I'm looking at two different things uh, and I'm, I'm judging where they are based on this or based on this criteria or these things, right? Where it turns into comparisonitis, you know, the, the downside of comparing, I believe, is when we say, well, they're doing X, Y, Z, or they're doing, they've achieved this amount of success in their business or this amount of whatever in their life. And I'm over here and I'm comparing them to me here. And therefore, our minds make this assumption or make this equation, which is, a, which is totally false. But what happens is that we say, well, I'm over here and they're over there. And these are two different points and they're further along their journey or they're achieving whatever kind of success that I want in my business or I want in my life. And I'm not there yet, or I don't have those things, and therefore, the equation is, and therefore, I'm not good enough. And that is fundamentally wrong. And I think you know this consciously, right? We can think, oh, well, you know, they're further along, or whatever it might be, or, um, you know, we can look at that concept of like, well, actually, we're comparing apples to oranges here, you know? We don't know all of those things that are going on behind the scenes for that other person. And so that comparison can be false. But our minds have made that assumption, or and maybe, and most likely, now we're getting deep pretty quickly, we're only a few minutes in. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to, to my mind. We're going deep quickly. I love it. But what often happens then, and what I would ask yourself here, is maybe there's a deep-rooted belief, a limiting belief, that I am therefore not worthy enough, or I, there's a part of me that doesn't feel worthy enough. Or there's a part of me that's only worthy if, and there's some rules around that, or there's some expectations or whatever that might be for you. So you're saying, well, I'm not worthy because I haven't achieved that thing, or I don't have that thing in my life, or I'm not as further along the journey or whatever it might be. So normally what that does is our mind's like, okay, cool. So this is this person here, this is me here, and therefore I'm not worthy because of X, Y, Z. So I would actually really encourage you, if this is like hitting home for you or, or triggering you in some way, or you're like, oh, like she's speaking to me, I would really start to look at doing some inner work around your worthiness and you feeling worthy as you are, exactly as you are. And look at what are the expectations or the rules or the parameters that I've set, my mind subconsciously has set around this belief system. So a belief, just, a belief basically is just certainty in a thought. It's just believing a thought over and over and over and over again that yeah, then is hardwired into our belief system, our subconscious belief system. And then the way that our mind works, the way that this works is that our mind's job 
is always to find evidence to search for the yeah the evidence the the examples to prove that belief right to say yes you are unworthy because of xyz and so this is the thing with our minds right we're going on a massive mindset tangent i love this <laughs> so our mind's job is to find the evidence to back up our belief systems, to back up what we believe to be true about ourselves or about our worlds or whatever. You know, we can create belief systems about anything and everything in our lives, about us, about other people, about our relationships, about our businesses, about the world, about the universe, etc. And so what I would encourage you to do here is really start to be curious with yourself and look at that belief system. Is that belief system right or wrong? And what is the evidence or what is the parameters that I have placed around feeling worthy or feeling whole or feeling quote unquote good enough to be the kind of business owner that I want to be or be the kind of human that I want to be or have the things, the goals, the, the desires that we have in my life? Does that make sense? I hope you're here with me and I um, would love to clarify this further or chat with this chat with you about this further if this is like landing and hitting home or you're like mm, I would love to do some of this work where do I go from here Evie send me a DM pop it in the comments and on YouTube or yeah DM me on Instagram and we can chat through this so going back to comparisonitis then so what's happening is we're saying yeah that other person or that other thing whatever it might be is better than me because xyz and therefore I'm not good enough with xyz and so if we go back to the core of all of this, like I was sharing earlier, and this is the thing, you know, this is one of the downsides to social media. And look, I love social media. I think there's some wonderful things that have come out of the social media world and, you know, the, the huge growth that we've seen in this, in this space in the last, gosh, few years, decade or so. And, you know, I think that's a wonderful thing. And, you know, look at our businesses, like look at how we can look at the wonderful things that have come from this, that we can connect with humans all over the world, that we can essentially have these free marketing tools and platforms to use to support us to grow our businesses. It's wild. It's amazing. But unfortunately, one of the downsides to that is that we have so much more access to you know, what other people are doing, or we can see more things that perhaps we wouldn't have ever been able to show or share previously, or it, it, we we wouldn't have the, the reach, I guess, um, you know, the scope that we do reach now with social media, for example. And so the downside with that is that we can say, well, they're doing this, or they're showing these amazing photos of their holiday or their business, or all of these amazing things, or they're saying that they've got all these clients, or they're saying that they've you know made X amount of money in their business, or they've met all these milestones in their lives and their businesses and their relationships, and then we can say, well, I'm not doing that, or um, I don't have that thing, and I really want that thing, and yeah, we can put ourselves down or our mind can take us on a wild tangent there, a downward spiral of spiral of, of not enoughness, of, of not worthy enoughness. And yeah, that's that's where it hits into comparisonitis territory. So I just want to remind you first and foremost is that we have no idea what is actually going on for another human and inside their business unless we're close enough to that person that they tell us more of those intimate details about their lives, about how they feel about themselves, about way more of the behind the scenes stuff of their businesses. 
For example, you know, we often talk about this and I I have a love-hate relationship with this and I put my hand up, I've done it before and sharing, you know, roughly how much my business makes. For example, I own a six-figure coaching business. I make six figures in a calendar year. And so that gives you a rough idea of what I make. Not exactly, but a rough idea, right? And look, I, I say that and I use that because it's a it's a it's a quantifiable measure that so many of us obviously use a very similar metric system here of sharing a little bit more about how well your business is doing or the scope or the growth of your business, the size of your business, the reach, etc., the impact that you're making. But look, we all know this and I've talked about this a lot on Instagram and I've done a post on this is like, yes, I make that money, but I'm not in it for the money. And you know, I, I think that that's one of the metrics that we can look at in a business, but it actually doesn't tell us anything about your profit, right? So you could be making a whole lot of money, but you could also have crazy amounts of expenses and therefore actually not taking home any profit or income for yourself, right? Which is another whole kettle of fish. If you're in that boat, message me, let's turn that around and create a more profitable business for yourself. Uh But look, we could talk about that online, right? But we have no idea about the behind the scenes of that business. So what I want to share is just remind you that we're comparing apples to oranges and we actually don't know. Maybe it just appears like an orange, but we actually don't know what it's like on the inside. It can appear like it's doing really well. It can appear really shiny. Uh, And maybe it is, you know, and I'm not saying that, you know, everything on social media is fake. No way. But I'm just saying that... We don't always know what's going on behind closed doors. And I think, you know, this is where I think transparency in online spaces is really helpful and important to some extent. I think, you know, if it was in a coaching world, for example, or, you know, specifically if if you wanted to work with that person, I think that, you know, if you're a paid client, you're going to be stepping closer to that person a whole lot more and having actual one-to-one conversations with that person. And I think that that can really support you actually to to understand is that person aligned to me and my values are they growing a business that I want to grow you know and and ask them some of those more intimate details about their business so you understand more of it so you're not just seeing what they share online for example so remember this we don't always know I believe and I might be wrong here but I think I talked about this on the first podcast that I did about comparison is that, you know, on Instagram stories, you can share X amount of stories and that's sort of your limit for a 24 hour period. And that actually only adds up to be a few minutes of their lives, a few minutes of their days. So even if you were using the most amount of stories, the most amount of like time sharing on Instagram, for example, just using this as one example, we only actually hear and see a tiny bit of their lives, a tiny bit of their businesses and a tiny bit of their day. And so we don't know what goes on behind closed doors and we can't, we're not making a fair comparison. Essentially is what I'm trying to say is that it's apples to oranges and we don't know. So for example, you could say, but oh, but they're further along or they've achieved X, Y, Z, or they're saying that they're fully booked or they're going full time in their business or they're making X amount of money. And so I would encourage you to have a conversation with that person if you want to know the intimate details of it. And if not, then, you know, unfollow or disregard that because 
it's not fair on yourself because, you know, who knows? Like, for example, if we're talking about like business growth, for example, I know this is a common thing that comes up for people around, oh, but so-and-so is further along with than me or they've achieved more than I have in my year of coaching or, you know, at this stage of my business, it seems that they're doing better, quote unquote, than me. And so, well, let's actually ask some questions here. Like, are you spending the same amount of time in your business as they are in their business? Have they got the same kind of commitments that you do? So for example, if you are a mother and have children and do the other, does the other person have children? Do they have the same amount of children? Are they the same ages? You know, do they have childcare support or not? Are they a full-time mama doing their business or are their kids at daycare or at school or some other form of care? Um, do they have another job? Do they have other commitments? Do they have other family members? Do they have fur babies and all of the stuff in between? Uh, you know, and there's so many different things that come into this. Have they had a whole lot of capital to put into their business? Have they invested big time into their business? For example, have they spent, you know, a whole lot of money on advertising or have they been able to invest in a business coach that's going to tr fast track their results? Um, have they, or did they have prior experience in marketing, for example, and therefore they're hitting the ground running with some of their marketing and their messaging because they're nailing it because, you know, that's been their background. They've had so much experience and practice in this. Have they had a bigger community or another business before this one? All of those things, you know, that's just a couple of things that are just rattling off the top of my head that will absolutely influence someone's growth and uh, you know the speed at which they're growing their business. And so that's just a couple of ideas, right? It's, it's so dependent on the person. And this is the thing is that you can't compare. And look, even, even actually, even if we had the exact same scenario and environment, so the same, you know, capital, the same time or whatever it might be, everyone's growth is going to be different because everyone's journey is different. And so we just, we just can't compare. We just can't compare evenly. And so I would really encourage you, and we talked about this on our mastermind calls, this is one of the suggestions I shared to some of my girls there was unfollow anyone who is in your industry that you feel a tendency to compare to. And be really selective about who you follow on social media um, in your life, but also in your business. If there is someone that triggers you, if there's someone that you feel really called to or often pulled into that comparisonitis spiral, then absolutely unfollow mute, don't look at their content and really stay in your own lane. I think it's really, really worthwhile, no matter what industry you're in, is to be really selective about the people that you follow within your industry. And my recommendation here, and this is what I've personally done and what I coach my clients through, is to find maybe a couple of people, just a small handful of people who you find are expanders for you, who can act as inspiration to support you, to say, to, you know, to shed a light on perhaps what's possible for you. So maybe they're a little bit further down the line in their business, or maybe it's someone that's like really owning their voice and really going for it or has, you know, some of the qualities and characteristics that you really aspire and, and love about that person. So be careful with who you follow, be really selective and intentional about it. Make sure there's a couple of people that are expanders and, and act as inspiration for you and then the rest can go. You don't need to be following everyone in your industry. I actually think it's detrimental for you because one, it's this comparisonitis spiral, but also I feel like that can, can paralyze us in some ways because 
we feel like everyone's a coach or everyone's a virtual assistant or everyone's a photographer or everyone's an online fitness instructor or everyone's a nutritionist or a naturopath, you know, whatever it is, because we, you know, go into this uh, loving this world and, and training and becoming one of those those people, your service, your, your niche, your area. And then we can feel like, oh my goodness, and then we find out that it feels like everyone is a coach or everyone is a, a naturopath or everyone's a photographer, but <laughs> it's not true, uh, and it's just because you tend to follow all those people, you're interested in it, it's your niche, and obviously the algorithm's going to favor that for you. So be selective about who you follow and, and, and be really intentional about that because I think that's going to support you so much. And then the last thing, and this is probably, I think, the most important thing that you can possibly do at any stage of your business, actually, but specifically if you're in the earlier stages, is to, is really obviously to stay in your own lane here. So unfollow, delete, etc. Don't allow your mind to pull you into comparisonitis and really, 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 really own your worthiness and own your authentic magic. Your authentic magic is the thing that will catapult your business. It is the thing that sets you aside from everyone else in your niche, everyone else in your market. It sets you aside from everyone else. No one, no one is you. And no one does what you do quite the way that you do it. No one communicates that. No one teaches it. No one coaches it. No one gives that service away the way that you do it. You know, you might have a really similar business structure to someone else, for example. You might be in a similar niche. You might coach or teach or train or share on the same topics as someone else. But it'll always be different because you'll have your own unique blend to it, your own unique flavor. And no one can replace that. No one can replicate that. And no one can ever do it quite the way that you do it. And the world really needs your specialness. It really needs your unique gifts. It needs your unique magic. And that is my absolute favorite thing to support coaches and creatives and online consultants with in their businesses. And I believe it is the key to your success. So don't be generic. Don't copy someone else. Don't look at someone else and say, oh, because they're doing that and they seem successful, then I need to do it that way. And maybe there's, you know, this is also links to like your thought leadership and around like, what do you believe? What do you want to coach on? What do you want to teach on? What do you want to educate and share on? Like, what are the things like, what's your opinion on some of these things? What is your uniqueness and what do you, what, what matters to you? And, and if you can convey that and share it in your way with your blend, with your energy, with your enthusiasm, with your passion, with your lived experience, with your training, with your background, all of these wonderful things, all of this, you know, this massive puzzle pieces that all come together that make up your uniqueness. That is absolutely something to own. It is that that is something to embrace and to share and communicate and shine so brightly in your business, in your life, of course, but also in your business because no one can do it the same way that you can do it. And yeah, I really believe that authentic business strategy is so important. It is the, the most important thing, I believe, that's going to support you to create so much success and also 
to create a business that you love, that is in alignment with you. And like, if you're not, then what's the point, right? Can you imagine if you were copying someone else or you had some kind of persona or you made a belief in your mind about in order to be a successful XYZ, you know, insert your business here, I need to be, this could be a really good exercise actually if it's if it's landing for you, maybe go go back and write write this down later, jot this down as a as a journal prompt, you know. In order to be a successful coach or in order to be a successful photographer or online business owner, whatever business it is, whatever niche, whatever goal it is, uh, I have to be or like, yeah, what is the parameters? What is the list there that you're telling yourself that you need to be or do or have? Write that all down on paper and see what it says, because that's going to give you a big clue about your belief system and ask yourself, well, is that actually true? Do I actually need those things? And what if I didn't? What if I just had to be myself? What if I just had to be really brave and take the courage and build the confidence along the way to do the doing, to create a magical business for myself that that really celebrates my uniqueness, that celebrates my authentic magic? Like how cool is that, right? I really believe it's a win-win for everyone because you are true to yourself you're living in alignment, you will have a deep sense of fulfillment from doing work that lights you up, that is you, that is a part of you, that is your soul's work. That's what I like to call it anyway. But whatever you you believe to tr- be true here, or whatever words you want to use, but you know, your business is so often an extension of us. It's something that we love and it's it's a passion, it's a it's a part of your purpose, your why, your mission, right? And so it's gonna feel freaking amazing for you. And also, it really is going to set you aside from everyone else in your marketplace, regardless of who you are, regardless of your niche. It is not oversaturated. You, there's absolutely space for you. And we need you. We need your secret sauce. And there's that beautiful quote around, you know, you can hear the same content or the same message you know, packaged in different ways or said in different ways. And you can hear it so many times before, but you know, we've all had these examples that, you know, just that one time when someone said it, it really just landed for me. It really like cemented. It was one of those aha moments. And it was like, I've heard this so many times, but for some reason, when that person said it to me at that very time, in that very moment, it just landed. It just hit home for me. And it was, it was that thing. It was It was magic. It was the exact ingredient that I was missing or it was the exact thing that I needed to hear. And so remember that because you could absolutely be that person for someone. You will be that person for someone. And so, yeah, just remember that the way that you teach your energy, your passion, your experiences, your trainings, everything that makes up your uniqueness is so needed. And the more you can own that, the more you can embrace that, the more you can share that online, the better. It's going to over trump any form of comparison, any form of comparisonitis. It is going to magnetize your ideal clients to you because they'll feel and see the true you, your most authentic self online. And they'll love that. They'll want a piece of that. And that, yeah, it's so magnetizing. That is just, ugh, it's, it's amazing. I can't put it into words how magical that is. It is so important. And so do that, be that, share that, embrace it as much as you possibly can, because we need your secret sauce. We need your special gifts. We need your authentic magic.
I hope that's inspired you to really own that and take that on board and be who you truly are in your business and comparisonitis just won't even be a thing anymore. Stay in your own lane, keep going and we need you. Big love. Wasn't that epic? For all of the details and things we talked about in today's show, you can check them out in the show notes and that's over at evelynkelly.co.nz forward slash podcast. And if you can think of anyone who would really benefit from this episode, then please share it with them. And while you're there, I would be so grateful if you could leave me a five-star review in iTunes so that we can get this podcast out to even more humans and create a ripple effect throughout the world.